You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, you can flee the country. You can change your name. You can claim that Bigfoot is real because he tried to eat your ass. Not like that, you stucco. <laughs> not like that. But nothing. Nothing. will save you from Sasquatch eating your ass. <laughs> on the watch list. <laughs> on the watch list. Hi, guys. So we just did a shot, um, a fireball. Me, Casey, and Jess. And so, you know, if you add um, Angry Orchard to Fireball, it's uh, Angry Balls. But I have some Red Bull here. And I was like, Red Bull and um, Fireball. Red Balls? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to go, Bull Balls? I don't know. Which one's more fierce? (laughs) Bull Balls, I guess. (laughs) Red Bull Balls. Yeah. Bulls are like... Dang it, mean. <laughs> yeah, but the bull testicles are a delicacy. Uh, yeah. I'm not eating balls. That's disgusting. Oh, speaking of balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what you said last week. So, Tell us story, uh, Holly. <laughs> I was working at the bar and, um, and a customer came in that I've never seen before. He, he uh, moved here from Germany and he was talking about how he's traveled all over the world for... Um, his company, and I said, "Oh, are you a big foodie? Because I imagine going to all those different countries, you must have had you know interesting um, dishes and tried all different kinds of things." And he's like, brought up donkey, donkey dick, and I'm like, I don't want to hear about no donkey shows because that, that's what I thought he was talking about <laughs> at first. He's like, "No, I ate donkey penis before." Oh I'm like, God. "What? I've donkey seen people penis. eat that, and it looks really chewy." Wait, you see people? <laughs> That's People what I eat said that here. I said, "Yeah, it's like stretchy." So. That's the first thing Uh-oh. I thought of. I go, "Is it chewy?" And he starts mm. dying laughing. I'm like, "Well, that's what I imagine." Yeah, it's like ta- like I said, taffy did meat. It, did it bounce <laughs> when you? <laughs> it's blubber when you poke it with a fork. Is it cream filled? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess it depends on how they died. Did he like it though? <laughs> I don't know, really. He didn't get a review. He's just like, I had no <laughs> idea one time. That's where the story stops. You weren't like, was it good? And he was like, it was delicious or it was gross. I think like he was dick. saying that he that he was with customers for his job. And I, I won't say where he works, but um, <laughs> but uh, they were foreign customers and they were introducing him to different foods, but they weren't telling him what it was at first. And he said that I need to know, like they they were saying, well, why aren't you touching your food? And and he said, well, because I don't know what it is yet. And you haven't told me. And I don't Mm -hmm. like to eat things unless I know what they are. And then when they told him it was donkey penis, I think he said that he was refusing to eat it because he didn't want to eat it. And they didn't understand because they thought it was like a delicacy. Yeah. They didn't get what was weird about it. Yeah. But... (laughs) I'm curious how it was. Mm. He never really said. So I, don't I think feel like really if anybody has ever eaten donkey dick, they should call in and tell us what it tastes like. If you have eaten donkey dick, please call 248-579-5260. We are in Studio 3 at Podcast Detroit. 
So I didn't, uh, I totally missed this last month, but I think it deserves a mention. Uh, Godfather of Conspiracies and Paranormal, Mr. Art Bell, who first started Coast to Coast AM, passed away uh, April 13th. Um, so no matter how you Friday felt. Friday the 13th? Was it Friday? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, God dang. So no matter how you felt about him, because he was very controversial um, in terms of, you know, his own standpoints, politics, whatever, um, he does deserve a nod. And um, rest in peace, Art Bell. Thank you for uh, blazing the trail for us weirdos. So there you go. Um, So speaking of body parts, the feet are back, you guys. Why? <laughs> I, you know what? I think finally the Canadians have caught on. Like, it's just feet. Now they're speculating just like we do. Like, what? Okay. Feet? Just feet washing up on the shores. Yeah. So, okay. So, according to uh, Boston.com, uh, Montreal, the mystery has haunted Canadians for more than a decade now. One by one, human feet clad in running shoes have floated ashore. On British Columbia's southern coast with gruesome regularity. Last weekend, foot number 14 was discovered by a man strolling on the beach um, uh, at Gabriola Island, a sleepy and picturesque enclave populating uh, 4,000 that is known for its captivating sandstone and close-knit artistic community. This time, the foot squeezed between a pile of logs wore what appeared to be a hiking boot, according to a Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Uh, The 13-feet preview... Found previously along the coast since 2007, were in running shoes, Adidas, Reebok, and other brands. Uh, each time the questions arose, why are the feet ending up in Canada and where do the body parts come from? Uh, the discoveries have fanned speculation, rational or not, that the unattached feet could be the work of a tsunami, a human trafficker, a mafia hit, like we were saying last time, a deranged foot fetishist, or a serial killer who had spread body parts out to sea. Others have theorized that the floating appendages could belong to uh, people falling off a ship or killed in a plane crash, which, okay, that seems much more rational. However, it's just fucking feet. There's no hands, there's no fingers, it's not just toes or like a hip, whatever. So British Columbia's Canadians, westernmost province known for its imposing mountains, exhilarating ski runs, and delectable seafood. This sounds like an advertisement for like <laughs> Travelocity. Uh, come for the feet, stay for the scenery. Uh, has grown used to also being known as the destination for what some newspapers have been calling the floating feet. But coroners have taken pains to dampen conspiracy theories and tame overactive imaginations. Barb McClintock, a former coroner at the British Columbia's Coroner's Service, once called it the myth of the famous feat. Okay, she's the killer. And case closed. Uh, in 2016, after a hiker found a foot in a sock in, and running shoe in the Botanical Beach on Vancouver Island, that's the one that Holly were like, that sock and shoe look brand spanking new. <laughs> like nothing had ever touched it. Uh, told the Canadian media that the feet were the work of neither strange serial killers, uh, amputating victims, nor funny little aliens scattering the feet along the coastline. Andy Watson, a spokesman for the coroner's office, said this past week that foul play had been ruled out in all the previous cases. Notice how he says previous. Uh, Coroners have attributed the disembodied feet to suicide or accident and someone slipping and falling into sea, for example, or a swimmer having been uh, swept into the ocean by a huge wave. Uh, Nine of the feet have been identified, two of them from the same person. (laughs) 
Hey, imagine that. Um, <laughs> if it was three of them from the same person, I'd shit my pants. So when they're saying 13 feet, are they <laughs> are they talking about one person is, um, their two feet is considered one? Or is their, their two feet considered two? Okay, so nine of the feet have been identified. Okay, so um, let me rewind then. So if you're finding two different feet, for one person, I wonder if they're counting that as two different ones. No, I think well, they are counting it as two different ones. Well, yeah, it's an individual foot, not pairs. Yeah, they're not. Right. Counting I it just, pair. you know, I was like, yeah, I had to think about that too, based on amount of people, like thirteen people, or just thirteen, 13 feet. Thirteen feet. Uh, most of the feet were men's, and at least three cases of the shoes were size twelve. Not all. That's my lucky number, right, guys. Yeah. It wasn't theirs. In the latest case, Watson said identifiers would use DNA to identify its owner. Despite the official conclusion, the washed-up feet still grip imaginations because of the murkiness of the discoveries and the likelihood that many of the deaths were not witnessed. The phenomenon has spurred several hoaxes in which pranksters have stuffed animals' feet into shoes to fool officials. One person used chicken bones. That's a damn voodoo. Uh, <laughs> Watson noted that the dis, uh, disarticulated feet had most likely separated naturally in the sea where the footwear had been uh, would help preserve them uh, because the shoes are buoyant and you know yada yada so on and so forth um so okay uh lastly just to wrap up in december a rottweiler discovered a lower left leg and foot with a white ankle sock and black tennis shoe on the vancouver's coast that's the one that we saw last time um, a few months later, using DNA technology, investigators matched the remains to a 79-year-old Washington state man. Still, even then, questions remain. The, fa- the man's family told the police he had vanished months before after leaving home without his medication. Okay. So, again, it's just feet. And why is foul play being ruled out when nobody knows where the hell these are coming from? Now, okay, now granted, there's many channels that connect to this body of water. And yes, it could be plane crashes, suicides, whatnot, but it is just feet with the sock, the shoe. And even in that last case, a 79-year-old man who just disappeared, yeah, people that forget the medication, old people wander off. But, hmm. Yeah, just feet. And by the way, can I just say, <laughs> when you're reading stories, you sound so much like a reporter. <laughs> oh, I sound so like ta- Trisha Takanella. I, I try to sound very melodic. You're reporting from Podcast Detroit. Right. Hey, a boy was lost. <laughs> but how did she sound, Trisha <laughs> She sounds like that. Well, yes, but the chick that like does her voice or whatever on um, um, Family Guy. Yeah, I, like, the chick from Mad TV. Yeah, did you see like the interview where they were all doing the voices and they were yeah. like, where did you come up with the inspiration for Tristan Takanawa? And she's like, just because every reporter talks the same exact way. It's Today, a boy was lost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. just reminded me of that and it was yeah. hilarious. So, so I was sitting here and, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, originally I'm like, well, maybe they're sending the feet because it's less identifiable, like, you know, able to identify, such as, well, teeth you can identify really easily or, you know, handprints. But when I looked it up, um, because I was like, well, how do you identify by feet other than obviously size and shape? I mean, some people can have wider feet or whatever. 
But they were saying that um, unique ridges and grooves of the feet, and then um, I, grooves and the feet. When I was looking even further, it talks about that there's actually experts in Japan that use um, a database of feet for people who have dementia or um, during earthquakes, so they they can identify people hmm. like um, people with dementia who wander off or during the earthquakes to you know the bodies um i wonder if i mean this might sound dumb i don't know but i i wonder if they actually have a database i can't talk today database of feet in the u.s or canada i mean when you're a baby don't they take like your handprint and like your feet yeah so i I mean how often does that change i mean with with your with your well I mean, I don't think fingerprints don't change, right? So, wouldn't your feet, your toe prints, be the same as your fingerprints? Well, I mean, we're we're talking about bones here, so yeah, so there's no skin. But what what I'm okay. So, didn't I say that that was um in in that report? Didn't that say something about identifying them by the um what did it say? Identifying them by their um. The um, it's uh, is DNA, so you can you can take DNA from bones, or you can. Uh, I'm I'm sure there's a, some sort of way well, to bone marrow. Is that in your bone? Well, I mean, like there there's okay. If if I had a strand of hair right here, okay, so. I'm gonna get science fiction because this is kind of a stretch, but they say you know there's DNA codes. In your hair, I can identify mm-hmm. who you are by this hair. For instance, like yeah. in the case of um, um, what was it, making a murderer? Mm-hmm. In the first instance of that rape case, it came down to a pubic hair. It always comes down to a cunt hair. <laughs> uh, but that was just enough to prove that it was not him because of DNA. They can take DNA from anything. But what I would assume, and I'm probably wrong, is that, okay, the ocean would, you know, because there's so much salt, that it would just rip all that away. But I guess deep in your bones, there's got to be some sort of DNA that still lays in there. Now, I'm not a forensic expert, but somehow they're gathering DNA from these bones. Right. I mean, how can they not think that it's an issue that there's only feet popping up? And you know what? I saw Dexter. He like, well, he dumped the bodies, separate parts and stuff like in one place or whatever. But maybe this guy, I'm assuming it's probably a white guy because serial killers are usually white guys. Right. Uh, yeah. Sorry, stereotype. But I mean, there's a trend there. Yeah. Um, sure. But anyway, uh Maybe he's like, oh, I'll dump the feet here and the torso here and the head over there. And and I don't know, because why else would it just be feet? Right. And what I'm reading now is that any body tissue that has not been uh, degraded is a potential source of DNA. Bone is one of the best sources of DNA from decomposed human remains. Um, uh, Urine itself does not contain DNA, but it may... um, contain epithelial cells which do contain dna most healthy individuals however do not okay so yeah i guess uh how long will dna last in a bone um 521 years jeez wow 
Yeah, well, think about it. That's how archaeologists, you know. Yeah. How did they come up with that number? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that's a pretty, like, exact number. It's not like 500-ish. 500, would you say 12? I passed down the study from generation to generation. <laughs> it's probably like some drunk archaeologist like says like fifty. I don't know, five hundred twenty-one. Oh, five hundred twenty-one. time, I don't Play it in the three-digit though. You might get lucky. <laughs> I'm actually gonna do that. I'm gonna replay it, but I feel like I'm. I should now. Well, I always found it interesting that bone is like the hardest to break down. I mean, you can't light it on fire. As far as you know. Very Making the evidence go away or anything like that. Pigs? Don't pigs eat bone? They can't crush it. They just no. eat the remains off the bone. Oh. But then they probably, what, shit back out the bone, right? Right. It can't decompose yeah. in the body. Huh. Hmm. But it's just feet. I want to be in the lab when they're doing these forensic cases just to see how they test for DNA because I find that very interesting. Um, and, but I kind of find it, I, I hate to say funny because it's not funny people dying. But, it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I find it funny that they said that there was no foul play when so many feet were turning up. So it's just a coincidence that it's all just feet. Yeah. Cause they're not saying why it was rolled out. It's probably cause they don't know. So they're just like, no foul play. Right. This Maybe is like Canada. This. Bad things don't happen here. <laughs> It doesn't seem that way. There was a cult and all these people chopped off their feet. <laughs> you know, seriously, it's just well, it doesn't make any fate. sense. If if something <laughs> yeah, something happened in the plane Sharks crash. don't like feet. So <laughs> there you go. I guess. <laughs> what like, are we saying last stink. episode? It's like, I don't know, your, your body sleeps with the fishes, but feet belong to Poseidon. <laughs> <laughs> I know Trico Luckin's got a kick out of it. <laughs> Side yeah, needs those right. feet so he can move faster <laughs> to the water. <laughs> I've got all these feet. But yeah, where is the rest of the body? I need all the Nikes. Mm-hmm. Oh, where's the fingers and the funny bones? So my, the question is, if they identified how many people now? Got uh, uh, a couple, you said right? fourteen, but none of those are pairs of feet. I think they said nine. So they I actually identified nine people uh, were able to place the names. It was a yeah. So the thing is that couldn't I mean by now couldn't you track down and see how all these people, you know, are similar to one another or yeah, where they, didn't they, where they all live, like as far as proximity to each other, like how I don't know, I just feel like your your research would have gone farther by now as far as did they all know the same person or in this, hang out in the same area? Did they all have something in common? Yeah. Did they all have nice feet or something where the fet- <laughs> foot fetish would come into play? That reminds me of Peggy Hill. <laughs> <laughs> she was taking her, her and that picture for wanted, yeah. foot fetish website. <laughs> um, but no, you're right. There's huge holes in the story. Yeah. I feel like they're probably just not releasing it. They're still like... They probably have a lead on something, but you never want to give away the information when you're maybe because when you're in the midst of catching somebody. Yeah, then why put out an article about it? You know, and you're right though, probably because it's like we don't want to reveal all these details because we are in, in this is in a run. They don't want to like right say, "Oh, we're hot on your tail," and you know, 
Have him go in the hiding. I'm assuming it's a guy because, you know, duh. (laughs) (laughs) Women don't run around like mass murdering. Women don't like feet. What was it? Who was I it? don't like feet. I like my feet. I don't, don't like, like other people's who's feet. Who's the com- men's uh, sneakers? I've been watching yeah, like ne- feet. Netflix com- uh, comedians lately. I'm trying to remember who was, who was the female comedian who was like, um, women don't ever look up foot fetish porn. You ever right? see a woman <laughs> masturbating no. her feet? No, that <laughs> That's doesn't true. happen. It's like a dude thing. Like I only hear about shrimping in like rap songs. Like I know Nicki Minaj has a foot fetish. I think shrimping of her. is that what it's called for a foot fetish? That's well, when you lick name? toes, when you lick your toes, it's called shrimping. shrimping? I, I want your toe jam in my mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can tell you've been working real hard today. <laughs> <laughs> Dip them toes in some Don't change butter. them socks tonight. Oh. <laughs> Even the word shrimping, that just does not sound. What the fuck is shrimping? I don't, I don't have to think about feet. I would think, mm, shrimp. Like, uh. Not gonna be able to eat shrimp for a while. <laughs> Tom Hanks and <laughs> shrimp, Bubba. Shrimp feet. Shrimp gumbo. Shrimp toes. <laughs> in the deleted scenes, he was like, mm, shrimp, you wanna lick my feet? In the back, <laughs> in the back room. But it was like forest. I think there's something wrong Bubba with gum, you. Foot fetish. I mean, <laughs> uh, coconut <shrimping>. toes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me dip your feet in the coconut. It's like e- egg- eczema toes that you're shrimping. That's like coconut. That's the like code. <laughs> Christ's sake. But yeah, there's like serious holes missing in this story as far as. Okay. Yeah, they're you like were a able feet to. Wide. But I see if you couldn't identify, spot. and you're like, "Wow, we're you know we're having a really hard time identifying these people, so we can't even understand where um this location of all these people are you know are coming from." I mean, obviously, we know somewhere in Canada that these are um floating to shore, but uh, as far as how they're all linked together, or if this is just free gods, which would be really weird. <laughs> it's the land of the. Feet. Nub Island, what? man. <laughs> Everyone's walking around like starfish. What uh, what island is this again? What was it called? Nub Island. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my, is that true? Well, no. <laughs> the Nub Gods. It's, it's on the coast of Vancouver. I mean, it's going to be called that real soon. It's like the craft when all the, the what was it, the whales or what, what was that? Oh, no, oh, the, yeah. the sharks. What was that? Yeah, the whales beached the whales, themselves. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and they did it like. Seance. So gonna watch that movie now. <laughs> well, they did a seance with all the feet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Gabriola Island. G A B R B R. Sorry. I O L A. It's a sleepy and picturesque enclave. Population four thousand. It is known for its captivating sandstone and close knit artistic community. <laughs> Can I model for that and hold a foot in my hand? <laughs> <laughs> Home of the feet. <laughs> if you're lucky, you, you get, might become famous. <laughs> you can get fruit by the foot. <laughs> Everything's just foot related there. <laughs> We're yeah. known for our great feet and our shrimp advertisers. <laughs> our pop- if you make oh. a wish really hard, a foot might go short. <laughs> when you wish upon a foot, let a foot go if it comes back to you, it was meant to be. <laughs> Oh, shit. (laughs) Okay, so I mean, this has got to be Canada, because when you go to, like, the map of the island, I'm like, where are these feet coming from? Oh, yeah, it's Montreal. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Or Vancouver. I mean, 
Oh. Well, I mean, Washington's right there. So, actually. I want to interview somebody. This is like on the cusp of like Canada and America, right? Where Washington and Seattle is. So, it could be American or it could be Canadian. Hmm. I want to find someone in the local area to interview. A serious interview, though. Yeah, or I mean, like the interview of the the family of that uh, seventy nine year old. Like, what kind of connections did he have? <laughs> did he have any enemies? <laughs> yeah, some old man got a lot of enemies. <laughs> mm. I don't know, man. Maybe it's like somebody who just you gotta. I'm sorry, I hate to be a dick, but you gotta question these amputees, man. <laughs> really like I'm like, like I did dick, but these I mean, size the lieutenant dams of the world that are better than I don't have any feet. I don't know why I gotta say it like that. Like fight. You think it was just a big amputee like joke? I mean, <laughs> joke. No, I think it's vengeance. Like, hey, doc, can I have my foot back? Vengeance on the world. <laughs> he's like, like going to the beach and he's like, you have really nice feet. If I can walk, size twelve will. too. Take that. Right. I used to have shot 12. United! You don't deserve that foam <laughs> in the ocean. They're coming after you in wheelchairs like, get him, get the freight. <laughs> Do you remember um, on uh, Family Guy when they created the um, <laughs> the tower of all the people in their uh, wheelchairs? No. You don't remember that? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it yeah. was like the, the one like where a, they like all went to the restaurant yes, and stuff. And, they, like, and um, and uh, uh, Peter kicked him out because he was like, <laughs> no uh, handicapped people here, pretty much. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And then they right. created oh the... God, um... <laughs> Reminds me of that. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. When did this start? When was that episode first aired? <laughs> hmm. The family guy. We're watching you. Know, I think you're on to something because they're not finding a bunch of pairs of feet. So, like... Oh, no, one pair. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe they burned the body and they were like, Goodbye, other foot, and they gave it like a Viking like funeral or something, and then the other one just like got surgically attached to an amputee. Amputee. That sounded really like classy French. Amputee. But you think if you were weird and sadistic that you would start like getting bored so then you would write in sharpie like smiley faces and stuff now you're giving them ideas <laughs> How they, the I think tattoos. you're the killer I think you're the foot I don't know would sharpie wash off in the ocean maybe yeah, maybe uh, he didn't do that but I mean probably yeah. not it takes a lot to get a sharpie off so you're not Holly the shrimp killer <laughs> start writing dicks on the beach <laughs> like, like a drunk person passed out when you're <laughs> trying all over the toes and it's just a whole entire foot of penises <laughs> yeah Mm-hmm. Little tiny penis says. You know, don't fall asleep at a college party. You could be covered in uh, Sharpie dicks or uh, lose your feet. That sounds like the next horror There's a movie. Shrimp. Why do they call them shrimp? I don't get it. Because it's like little shrimp. Some of them just curl up, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, my toes don't look like that. And if yours do, your toes smell like raw like butter and garlic? Like mine? <laughs> you smell? No, I'm good. Oh, no, get your damn foot away from me, lady. You like coconut? Let's play on, girl. Let's play a game. Like Close your eyes. eyes and tell me no. what you smell. No, I don't want to. I, I smell the sea. Do you hear what I smell? <laughs> your damn feet to yourself. I will cut that thing off and throw it in British Columbia. Feet to myself. 
I want to play a game where you close your eyes and you guess whose foot it is. You want to play that game? Why don't you go in there to? Uh, I want to get. What the hell's their name okay. of their show? Let's, oh, let's play. It in the D. It in the D is okay. about to be Wait, a no, foot no, up no. your ass. Get the whole <laughs> crew. Here. Get the whole crew of It and the D. I don't want them pulling the their damn man feet out. But also throw in a hobo and a stripper. What? <laughs> what I the mean, fuck? You know, strippers <laughs> gonna and have nice and a little feet, person. but fucking hobo feet. Come on, nobody wants. <laughs> nobody <laughs> wants. You to might see be a surprise. Who knows? Maybe the whole. Which one? A hobo stripper. I feel like I don't want to see a construction worker's foot either. It's all probably funky as shit. Cause oh, yeah, blood blisters and shit. Blech. Oh, these little feet. Was Bob here today? I didn't see Bob. Yeah, there. Bob's here. Okay, I didn't see him going there. Bob, take off your socks. <laughs> He'd be like... <laughs> No, Holly, I'm not doing it. I can't do a Bob impression. I'm not doing that to you. I can't sound like Bob. I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. I still don't know what he was talking about. Nobody does. Anyway, mm. feet are gross. Uh, fight. So, yeah. So, the, the shrimp killer's still at large, and that was the point of the story, and he is on the watch list. Mm. All right. So... Speak okay, this is like the oceanic episode, guys, because there's more shit washing up on shore. I'm telling you, it's the end of the world. Uh so hang on. Okay, and speaking of, I got I did get this from coast to coast just to uh give our uh, good pal uh, a nod. And it's loading. Okay. So ominous blob washes ashore. The gruesome remains of some kind of sizable sea creature washed ashore in the Philippines late last week and sparked a bit of panic among local residents. Discovered on the beach in the town of San Antonio, the revolting blob, I have to say it like that, measured an unsettling 20 feet long and its decomposing state left it looking as if it were some sort of hairy beast. As one could imagine, the site proved to be a pretty popular one uh, once word got out around the community and the dead creature drew a crowd of people to gawk at it and, of course, take selfies with the mysterious globster. Uh, but not everyone was thr- thrilled with the macabre attraction as others expressed unease over the dead creature's arrival, suggesting that it had an ominous meaning. An earthquake is headed for uh, Oriental Mindoro, uh, declared one resident to the local media. The big blobster is a sign that something bad is coming. Please pl- pray for us. Um, the reason reasoning behind this concern is that the creature somehow arrived on the beach by way of a disruption deep in the ocean and, in turn, the upheaval is headed for the province where San Antonio calls home. Whether these fears find themselves manifested in the days and weeks to come remains to be seen. The nature of the creature is far less of a mystery. A wildlife official quickly determined that the animal is a whale and that... Uh, Further testing will eventually reveal what uh, specific species. The same individual was also incredibly candid about having the unfortunate job of acquiring samples from the carcass. It smells like something from another planet, she recalled, uh, with one imagined was uh, whoops, sorry, uh, which one imagined was a um, haunted chill in her voice. I almost puked. So... I'm going to play the video of this massive sea globster. Um, they call it glob, but I don't want to call it the blob. I'll put this up in the sofa.
So there's not much sound. I really don't need to play that, but uh, that's big. Yeah, it's big and it's just paled out. It's so that means what that it was a deep sea <clears throat> creature because of the fact that it is pale. Is that how that works? Or it looks so or hideous. Yeah, you figure bad. bottom feeders are, and it could have been been dead and just not washed up and for that long. You know what I mean? Like it took that long to reach the shore. That's what I would imagine. Not being an expert, but it looks very large, hairy-like, and just a big white blub, a glob of matter, like giant snot ball. Yeah, it's thoroughly disgusting looking. And we'll we'll post it up on the uh, Facebook as well, so everyone can see it. Um, I believe in opens like that. Sure. <laughs> to me, it kind of looks well. I guess not, but it kind of looks like a large octopus. Yeah. In a way. Like the body of it, not it doesn't have obviously the, like the tentacles and stuff. But. Yeah, because she said it was a whale, but you're right, the it had like this it. um, it, an oval shape to it, like the head of a of a um an octopus. So I can yeah. imagine that. Yeah, the way that its body was kind of uh, shaped, then its front end kind of looked flat. Hmm. Hmm. Where did this happen? Uh, the, uh San Antonio. How long ago? Uh, May. This was uh, yesterday. Did they issue like a statement? Nope. Just uh, local officials. Just okay. So the person testing it said this is clearly a whale, um, but locals are saying that uh, this is a sign that a tsunami is coming. And you know, it, when you get into places like San Antonio, there are a lot of, um, you know, deep. S- rooted spiritual beliefs, whether it's Roman Catholic or uh, folklore, anything like that. You have a large um, ritualistic Hispanic community, like old school. Um, and I, I I would believe a lot of them, you know, believe in, in evil. And as I do too, it's not like I'm making light of anything here. Um, so I think there's a strong consensus in that area, especially around the beach, that there is something evil coming because this monster to them washed up on shore. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, part of me is like, well, I feel like everybody's always negative when something, you know? Sure. So do I believe it's a negative sign? Not really. I don't know. Not necessarily. Weird shit's always washed up on shore. So I mean, it's one of those things where I'm, I'm kind of like, could be. Did my mind immediately go there? No. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it kind of looks like an octopus body to me, but uh, I guess I could see whale too. Um, it just looks very deformed from a whale. Right. That's what. I mean, what kind of? What kind of? You know damage has been done to that whale <laughs> right but when whales wash up ashore like why would it be so pale and and not in its regular shape it didn't look like it was you know eaten or anything no it didn't look bloody or anything and i don't know if it was i, I think it was her deduction on the spot that it was a whale i don't think she did you know you know uh forensic testing at that time or lab testing from the remains. What do you think it looks like? 
I think it looks like a big giant piece of fat. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I I would I, when okay. So when I first saw it, I I my mind went to squid because it does look like the body oh, of a squid. Yeah, that too. But then again, if something is like has been dead and bloated for that long. You know, it, it could have been a whale that just like bloated up and, you know, absorbed all the salt it could and turned pale. And of course, it's, you know, irrecognizable. It's true. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know much about whales and how long it would take for or if if the coloring would, you know, totally vanish. OK, so I'm looking at it now. OK, so. Here's a better like the the video kind of sucked, but uh, when I did the post, the um picture that pops up for the video, it's much closer, and I can see where it was a whale, um, because there is a I mean there's a, a a tail at the end of it. However, it still looks like a squid to me. I don't know, like a flattened out squid. I'll, I'll give you a better look at. It. Is it, they wrapped it in what? Or is that wrapped or not? I don't think that's wrapped. I thought that at first, like it was roped in, but they said it It does look like it's, uh, it looks like a hairy beast when it's not. And so the lines that are crossing it, that looks like almost fishing line, you know, wrapped around it several times, I think is just a part of the body. I'm trying to, <clears throat> I'm trying to see if there's like a picture I can zoom in. I I don't see. I was wanting to zoom in because at the front of it looks like there's a face. Hang on. You know what we're going to do? I'm going to do the old screenshot trick. And then we'll zoom in on it that way. Um, God, this thing's ugly. It looks like it's been wrapped in duct tape a million times. I'll just came back. Oh. Just just came back just came back from a break, so I'll show her the close up as well. So this is a better picture of it um, because the video, the giant gray hairy blob. Yeah. So Holly and I first thought it was wrapped in what looked like clear wire, but it's not. I think that's what they mean by it looks like a hairy beast, like it's got silver hair all over it, even though it might not be hair. It is a weird looking thing. Okay, if you zoom in on it, <clears throat> if you zoom in on the picture, it does look like it's wrapped with something like it, I don't know, but if you zoom in on the front of it, it looks like there's a mouth and so, an eye and like a, a facial structure. And then obviously the rest of it looks like a body, but it the back of it looks so weird because uh, it, it's I very long and it's very like slender looking. I mean, compared to what I usually would think a whale would look like, right? Because it, it, I haven't zoomed in. It's, yeah, it's very. Um, I mean, it looks like a, a tail, sort of at the end. But then, if you look at it, if you saw that as the front end, it looks like a deflated squid. Like the tentacles are, you know, at the front of. The picture. It looks like they plastic wrapped him. Yeah, doesn't it? I'm pretty sure they did. Because that can't just be natural, you know. Why would the saran wrap him? 
I mean, I don't know. Maybe I mean, it I wasn't saw that, saran I saw wrap, in that video was... they were like drawing it in with some kind of material, right? They were like pulling. Did you see that? Where they were pulling with. Um, yeah. Some... So maybe that's it. Like, it looked like it almost like a shrimp. <laughs> I don't know. Shrimp. I mean, but to he's... get it around its whole body, that would be difficult. Is there a foot in there? <laughs> <laughs> that's what's sticking it's, out it's of It's like a mouth. big sack of feet. <laughs> it seriously, it looks like it's. Uh, see something or other like wrapped up in something that can't like you see be that it's like end, skin where it looks like there's a face right here yeah yeah where it looks like yeah. an eye and a yeah. mouth that's why I'm like that's him under all this you know wrapping again I assume it's him I don't know why because of the feet <laughs> <laughs> they're big that's, that's a big foot size 12 <laughs> alright it's, it's all adding up guys Coming together. <laughs> that is a faux show. Um, feet. Huh. Yeah. I'm not sure, but uh, I was just telling Holly that, uh, you know, people saw it as an omen and, you know, our, our minds didn't immediately go there. But I said, you know, given San Antonio, we're talking about, you know, old school ritualistic possibly you know roman catholic latinos mm-hmm. um and this is not in, in make any light of this but of course you know they're deeply rooted in their um religion religion and then you know the sense that you know evil is afoot and if something like this happens you know they pay attention in, in oh, a yeah. metaphysical way um so i could vouch for that however our minds didn't immediately go they were just like that thing's been dead for a long time you know yeah it looks really dead and there was a recent upheaval from the ocean floor as you know they had just described so well i mean could that have been like a uh uh what do they call them i'm not a scientist so an earth plate what do they call that shit oh like the shifting of the plates yeah um that could cause something like that and that happens where was this it's texas yeah that happens yeah it's possible could have been that maybe I don't know. Hmm. And it could be, you know, some, you know, prerequisite to a hurricane. I don't know. Yeah, they said that they think a tsunami is headed to, uh, hmm. Well, I mean, or somebody just went deep sea diving and harpooned his ass, but there's nothing sticking out of him, so that's probably not it. That's what I was saying. I'm like, there's no, it doesn't look like there's any injury to it as far as any other creature attacking it or anything like that. Well, I mean, it's hard to tell because, honestly, it looks like it's wrapped in something or other. But, I mean, is that supposed to be, like, its skin? Because I feel like its skin is underneath whatever is wrapped around it, which is because, you know, I don't know. There's not a big enough piece of plastic. I say cut it open. <laughs> yeah. I say, yeah. I want to go to that party. It's going to be a ton of Nikes. It's going to be on. disgusting. <laughs> and I want, like, a freaking oxygen mask on after breathing the awful scent that would inevitably come out of that nasty ass thing but oh yeah they said it smelled like it was from another planet i bet okay so yeah the head kind of looks like a whale decomposing sea life that thing is nasty (laughs) i think we should take a break okay when we come back more feet Rawr! <laughs> 
scared me. I'm I like, I'm like trying to look up the next story to make sure that I had it all together. And you're like, Wah! that's awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say one more thing. There's another river monster. Or walking oh, ashore. Yep. <laughs> Snake Pliskin, baby. One-eyed monster. Uh, yeah, so in England, it's a fanged prehistoric sea monster. A man walking, it's really short. A man walking along uh, Liverpool's River Mercy stumbled upon uh, the bizarre remains of a mysterious creature that experts can't seem to identify. The nightmarish discovery made by the widow, win, widow, <laughs> window cleaner named Sean Hall uh, seems to sport fangs as well as black spikes. Apparently uh, not Tent with uh, merely photographing the dead animal, he displayed a rather jaw-dropping level of uh, inquisitivity, inquisitiveness, excuse me, by actually reaching down and touching the beast, which he described as feeling slimy. Based on the condition of the creature when Hall found it, one local marine biologist observed that the advanced state of decay uh, made identifying the creature via images nearly impossible. That said... RPSCA spokesperson responded to the inquiries about the uh, river monster with the theory that it was just some sort of uh, kind of um, cetacean, uh, such as a dolphin or a porpoise. What's your theory? This don't look like no dolphin or porpoise. Come on. Load up. This is an ad. Please don't play me an ad. I just want to see the fang monster. I just want to see the one-eyed monster. <laughs> fangs and black spikes has washed up on the banks of the River Mersey. On the banks. <laughs> the bizarre creature, Look which the creature, according right? to experts could be a dolphin, porpoise, or just a large fish, was found in Liverpool on Thursday like afternoon. <laughs> Scientists say it was found badly decomposed. Looks like a giant pistachio. And probably died a long time ago. Don't ruin pistachios for me, Casey. It didn't look gross to me, though. Not like the blob. It looks less gross. The creature appeared to have fangs, he said, and its skin felt slimy to the touch. Is that an eye hole? Is that his eye hole? Something really prehistoric. It kind of looks like a pig, like a a boar. At first, we thought it was a seal. And then we Your got face is cracking me up. We thought it was in trouble. So <laughs> we went over to have a look. Hang to on. It's funky looking. He <laughs> added that the creature didn't even look like it had eyes. Sean said it was really strange. Sean. Okay, this thing the has like little pokey hairs coming out of it. Like a porcupine. Water porcupine. I just want to hug it because it looks huggable. Pokey the pistachio. <laughs> But did you see the eye hole? I mean, that looks gross. That's his butthole. <laughs> he just needs a little love. <laughs> Aw, yes, he is a cute decayed monster. Not like that flop crap. San Antonio's best shit. Uh, maybe, you know, a couple things I mean, it together that, like, had Romeo and Juliet at odds. <laughs> Are we just saying this because it's got, like, a British accent? Like, oh, it's whimsical and cute. Basically. Basically. It, it literally does look less gross, though. Dead a long time because its head has rotted back to its jawbone. Mm. Cute. Because I hole. An expert said the creature is most probably a member <laughs> of the cetacean family, which That's includes dolphins and porpoises. See, I was looking at it as that was its eye, but the thing up here is its eye? The hole right here? 
I don't I know. Thought I, thought, so. I thought that was its eye, but maybe that's just a discoloration no. there. I don't know. Maybe it is. I thought it was an eye hole. Holy shit, it's a boot. <laughs> I can see that I'm thinking it looks like a dolphin because the way its um, mouth is shaped. It's got like a protruding kind of um, long looking face like a dolphin. Yeah, but it's like a, a porcupine body looks looking short. dolphin. And yeah, it's got these little projections off of it, like little spikies, like a porcupine. It's a new sea creature. Mm. So uh, a uh, dolphin came to shore one day and found a porcupine. They fell in love, but he couldn't stay. <laughs> His o- <laughs> the ocean was, you know, just like the song Brandy, your fangirl. He had to go back to the ocean. His had life little, and had his a little porcupine <laughs> dolphin baby. And one day it was discovered. And now someone's going to poke at it and try to figure out what it is. That's why I hate the ocean. Not because we don't belong there. You know, species getting it on. But because there's so much undiscovered things and. The ocean is way too vast, and we don't know what's down there. That's not our territory. We're land creatures, you know? I don't know, sea legs. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's what happens when you go in the ocean. You lose your feet. (laughs) Stay on the beach, people. I've never been on a cruise, cruise, man. (laughs) Not even on a boat. Like, screw that. Ah, I love boating. But in lakes. Yeah, in lakes. I mean, probably the ocean, too, but... I mean, you know. I thought maybe in a past life I drowned or something because I'm I'm pretty scared of the ocean. <laughs> I've had like the middle of the ocean. I have nightmares like that. <laughs> Good gravy. It's a scary one out there. Um, speaking of scary, our next topic. So we're we're here in Royal Oak, Michigan, but. Uh, not too far away, there's Plymouth, Michigan, which is where our next story takes place. Uh, neighbors are upset by a man's doomsday yard signs in Plymouth. Um, there's a street called Joy Street in downtown Plymouth where a house sticks out from the others because there's messages and many signs that adorn its front lawn. There's actually a video, so I will play that. Hopefully there's not an ad. There's an ad. (laughs) Damn you, YouTube. I mean, you have to be pretty convicted to actually claim, like, this is the day that the world's going to end. You must really believe it if you're going to put it all over your lawn. Oh, he claimed a specific day? All right, Ben. For a few years, one Plymouth neighborhood has tolerated the yard signs at one house. But this week, they flooded the city commission saying enough is enough. Jason Colthorpe spoke to neighbors and the man behind the signs, Jason. Yeah, that man was uh, wants to only be known as Jim here. He's a Vietnam vet who sits on the porch or the sidewalk handing out packets to whoever will take them. And that include DVDs and pamphlets. And he says the messages on the signs might be shocking, but these are necessary because, in his words, the end of the world is near. Joy Street in downtown Plymouth is a very cute neighborhood. But neighbors say this house sticks out because of the messages on the many signs that adorn the front lawn. I've talked many uh, hours with people about the things that are happening in the world. And the owner who talks to people as they pass. Nothing really aggressive. Just, I guess, trying to get people's attention to whatever it is he's pushing. I don't know, I guess it's just not a very good look. Certainly not to the neighbor across the street. Every morning I wake up to the signs 
and heed the warning or perish is my greeting. More than a year ago, she says she asked for him to take his signs down, and he refused. They're too many, and they're too big. This is a neighborhood. More than one neighbor has told me the man who lives here is a good man. He's obviously very religious, and in talking to him at great length, one thing became clear. He's just trying to save people. I'm going to sit out in front of the curb and offer the people the message. You can stop and get it, or you can just drive by. But like when they have Halloween decorations and Christmas decorations and all the things they do, I put up with their stuff and I never say anything. But these are more than decorations. Yeah, Neighbors I'll saying they're a safety hazard, there. too. I've watched cars drive by, stop, take pictures, reverse, continue to drive forward while they're still looking at the signs. And when you have kids and families going down, it's a recipe for disaster. Now, some neighbors have insinuated the city commission isn't doing anything about this because Jim is married to the city treasurer. But the mayor tells me that's not true at all. The commission is looking at the current ordinance, but it's very complicated. And quite simply, if they make a change to the law, it has to be done for everyone. Can't just change the law for one person. Yeah. Right. We've seen uh, other cities and municipalities have ordinances for signs, permanent signs. Is that right. the case here? Or? Well, it is. that There is an ordinance for that here, but these aren't permanent. He actually changes them periodically. Oh, and the so original sign, by the way, was one sign, but it was too big. And when they complained and he had to take that down, that's when he put up several smaller signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Game of chess, exactly. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Changing out the signs. He knows the game. And uh, he wants to just be called Jim, but I guess if we looked up the city treasurer in Plymouth, we could find out his last name. Doing it. <laughs> um, so, he, I mean, the guy has a good point because uh, it is his property. At Madison Schools, we choose to close the educational gap. Is that by me? Sure uh-huh. Yep. Oh. <laughs> I, had, I had got out of it, but that was weird. Um. When it is your property, you know, you should be able to decorate it how you want to. Although when people usually for holidays like he's talking about, there's a certain period of time where they usually take it down to respect their neighbors because, I mean, unless you're one of those people who leaves Christmas lights on all year because you don't want to take them down. Cause you Do the guy <laughs> three doors down from us that you- still has Christmas lights up. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, so, but... You know, and the other the other thing is, well, you are supposed to be legally allowed to, you know, practice your religion and, and the way that you want to. And as long as it's not imposing on other people. Yeah, as he's far not as he's not, he's not, get on my lawn and I need to tell you about this. Right. He's not being aggressive and he just, he genuinely and passionately believes about something. If you want to hear it, go for it. If not, I mean, yeah, granted, okay, you got to look at all those signs. But like he said, I got to look at all your Halloween decorations and I might not agree with, you know, Halloween or, you know, all your Christmas bullshit. Or Easter Bunny bullshit mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. we could go on. <laughs> so, right. I mean, I, I can kind of see both sides, but he's got an argument. So I was saying this during the break. I'd like to go down there just to see what he has to say, because I'm curious why he believes that the world's going to end soon. We should go. Plymouth and Joy Street. I mean, we could walk, you know, drive up and down there. (laughs) 
I'll be the getaway driver. <laughs> right. Um, I can't find the city treasurer, by the way. They're not, not listing it. Mm-mm. Huh. Mm. Weird. Is weird. They may have removed her after that, you know, was made public. She would take me down. Yeah. <laughs> so well, he in, like in this video, <laughs> you know, obviously no one can see, see the video unless we post it on the, the uh, or unless you look it up. But um, he was not showing his face in this video. Obviously, I, I think it's because he doesn't want his wife to deal with all that because of her position with the city. Right. But yeah, I am curious why why he believes that the world's going to end soon, and he seems like he's not trying to be. And I hate to say the word crazy, but one of those crazy people who are like <laughs> want to pull everybody into their house and give them a lot. You know? Yeah, he's, he's just like he's doing definitely it very not like casually, but he's also doing it where he wants people to know. I believe this. Right. He genuinely he cares about his cause. You know, and uh, who am I to say that he's wrong? Like, look at all the shit going on. This, this world's crazy. You know, we we tried to build an embassy, a U.S. embassy in, in Jerusalem. It's all we tried to do. And we've got, what, 37 people dead and then, like, 1,000 injured because of protests? Wow. Insanity. The One of the deadliest events in Jerusalem happened over just the U.S. embassy being built. Wow. God dang. And, you know, like, okay, this is another one of those, you know, you believe what you believe, and and I'm not saying I I believe this at all, but, you know, there are biblical references that say do not mess with Jerusalem, and, um, you know, I I don't know. Yeah, I am curious to see where he's going with this. I want to go down to downtown Plymouth, have some cupcakes at Cupcake Station, and then go to his house. <laughs> there you go. Make make it two for one. Yeah, they built a Tom and Chi down there, too. What's that? It's like gourmet um, um, grilled cheeses. Mm. Okay, let's go on a weekend. It's got Tom and Chi. Yes, you can come, too, if you like. Yeah. Well, here, I mean, <laughs> we can get it to go and sit on this board. We're about your grilled cheese. And and tell me what's the end of the world. I'm some, right? Amazing cupcakes, by the way. And cupcakes. Mm. <laughs> they I are mean, amazing. I don't know if you've ever been there, but. No. Yeah. You, I don't get out good. much. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go there. Um, Way better than Just Bake. Sorry, Just Bake, but. Can I just say for the record, his neighbor saying that, oh, my God, it's distracting his, you know, Jesus decorations or whatever. Well, okay, there is a house in Gross Point, which is, by the way, my favorite thing to drive by around Christmas time that is lit up like the 4th of July and they have every single Christmas decoration in the world there. And people literally pull over on the side of the road. People do that for Christmas decorations all the time and for Halloween Mm -hmm. and trick-or-treating. And And anything you have on your lawn. Yeah. So if you want to say it's because he's married to the treasure, it's not. It's if they told him to take his decorations down because this is what law means, you uninformed people. Um, If one person has to take it down, that means all of you do. So... Basically, if you want to tell him to take down his um, Christian-speaking signs, that means that you have to get rid of Halloween, you have to get rid of Christmas, you have to get rid of 
Easter mm-hmm. decorations. You have to get rid of all of the holiday decorations in that city and or county. And then that would be the law that there would be zero decorations because they're all distracting and the grounds that they're arguing on are the same. So good luck with that. Yep. I feel like people Ain't have going nowhere. too much time on their hands. They do. I have, you know, I've experienced where neighbors are way too nosy. They want to like be in control of what's going on in your yard. Mm-hmm. They won't, you know, I don't like that. You should change it. Well, it's not, you know, you have your house. You can do whatever you want to it. But it is. And then they get mad at you when the city doesn't do anything to you because whatever that they're talking about is really none of the city's business either. You know, I mean, and I don't dig it when my neighbors like party on their front lawn, which is every single party they have. But, but that, you know what? It's none of my damn business. And who gives a shit? But. As far as that goes, it could be a violation if it's the noise uh-huh. ordinance. You know, like yeah, I mean they're not but, doing it too late. They're just they're hanging out in their lawn right. chairs and barbecuing in the front yard. I mean, to each their own. Okay, you guys are the hillbillies on the block. Rock it out, I guess. I'm not calling <laughs> the city on you. Does it look good? No. Do I really give a shit? Nah. I'm curious so why they do it in the front yard, not the backyard. I've literally no idea because they actually have a backyard, so. It, Chris and I are just like, you don't get it. But whatever. I'm not about to call the city on you while you're having a party, you know, because I'm not a dick and I have better things to do with my time. Right. So if they were like, had Jesus signs out front or whatever, like, I wouldn't give a shit either. Like, we put up Christmas decorations and Halloween and everything else. So what is the difference? None, except for it's making people feel uncomfortable. I feel like. Get over it. Right. There's either people who like to have control and when they don't have control they get mad and then they want to you know that or there's people who are retired and they have too much time on their hands and they're like that too uh i'm gonna call the city and i'm gonna see what you know like oh my my grandparents were great people but they were those people that like sat and watched what the neighbors were doing because they didn't have shit else to do right yeah they're like what are they doing across the street what are they doing next door and i'm like i don't know and that lady was was the older lady she was retired yeah, she, didn't, she doesn't have anything else to do besides, you know, talk to her about her Right, and then when the Jesus signs go away, I mean, she's going to be stuck with, you know, Dr. Phil. So <laughs> Dr. Phil, yeah. <laughs> Enjoy the traffic the while you have it. The king of uh, common sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if, if that is, and say this was a religious issue where, well, your religion is conflicting. Um, conflicting with my religion, well, then your religion must not be strong enough because if your your religion is so... You know your, what I'm your saying? Pa- your passion They're not for putting it, right? devils like voodoo and like, you know, thing on their porches. They're just saying. Right. Yeah, one, one more they, passionate person than If the they other. were doing seances on their lawn, <laughs> okay. Maybe right. That, and that's affecting like your energy or whatever. <laughs> but. Yeah, I don't feel like this is to that level. It's not like he's got pictures of aborted babies. You know, like those wacko protesters do outside of Planned Parenthood. Ugh. He just has signs that say the end is nigh. It's like, yeah, people were doing that in the 20s. This is nothing new. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And shoot, who's to say he's wrong? Who's to say he's right? I don't know. I'm trying to remember exactly what my friend said um, as far as... <laughs> you were just talking about aborted babies and stuff like that, but it wasn't exactly like that, but they had... A child doll in their window, and it said something. I'm trying to remember what it said now. It was kind of creepy. And 
it was my friend and the people whose house it was lived directly across from her. And they would dress this doll up. Yeah. But I'm trying to remember. I wish I could remember exactly what it said, but it was something really weird. And they would prop it in the window. Like, what? Like, do you remember what it was? Uh, something really creepy. And, like, um. Was it about the end being near? Or was it about. No, it was something about, like, kids. Yeah. Like, anti abortion jargon? Or. Not exactly. It was just, like, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. It wasn't anything sexual or anything like that, but. It, oh, man. I'll, have to, I'll tell you guys next time. I'll ask her. Yeah, and I'm dying to know. Yeah, because that is creepy. I'm trying to remember exactly what Kids get in free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. like a couple of years ago. <laughs> I'm like, uh, who would do that? Those people. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, mercy. So, do you guys feel like people should be able to do whatever they want to on their own property? Yes. Yeah. I it's mean, your property. If you're not hurting anybody, what does it matter? That's the thing, too. I mean, if it was grotesque art, sure. But if it's just a bunch of words and they're not vulgar, it's just like warnings. Like, I don't, I don't, I really don't think this cat's doing anything wrong. Obviously, he's not aggressive. And even his neighbors are vouching for him. Like, you know, he's just, you know, he's a really nice guy. He's just really passionate about his beliefs and he's not assaulting anybody. With, you know, like, you must heed to this. He's just like, you know, I will give you a packet if you want to listen. So he's creating awareness about his passion. Passion of the neighbor. That's what I'm calling it. I mean, he seemed very, you know, like, put together. And he was like, well, calm. I mean, he was very calm and non-threatening. Yeah, and, I mean... He didn't seem like he wanted, yeah, like you said, it didn't seem like he wanted to harm anybody or anything like that. So I say, do what you want to do. Uh-huh. Fuck your neighbors. Fuck your neighbors. Not literally, but. <laughs> and we're coming to eat grilled cheese and eat uh, <laughs> cupcakes and we're coming to see you, man. Jim. We want to know your Jim, story. last name unknown. Jim Treasure. I cannot find. They're not <laughs> listing any. They're not listing any of the government employees. So I wonder if they took them all down. <laughs> Interesting. Just in case they contacted Sarah to find out about Karen, you know. Right. So I have a question. And, and Holly, I wanted to know your thoughts because, excuse me, I'm going to yawn. Uh, I wanted to you know your thoughts because, to me. Any pet is an emotional support pet. Emotional support dog. Emotional support this, that, the other thing. Emotional support rat. But, okay, according to CNN, uh, there's airlines banning all, like, emotional support. It's loading. Like, people are saying, like, this is my emotional support hedgehog. Yeah, you cannot bring that in the flight. Like, sorry. Um... Forgive me, it's still loading. I saw that about uh, what, what what animal was that not too long ago? But go. it was as they ban insects, hedgehogs, and goats as emotional support animals. So okay, I think they'll let you bring in a dog. It's American Airlines. 
Insects, goats, and hedgehogs cannot be brought on planes as emotional support animals. The airline revisited its guidelines of money for comfort animals on flights. Those who want to bring such an animal on board now have to file paperwork 48 hours before the flight, and there are new restrictions on the types of animals permitted. Uh, we support the rights of customers, from veterans to people with disabilities, the legitimate needs for a trained service or support animal, uh, they said. Unfortunately, untrained animals can lead to safety issues for our team, our customers, and working uh Dogs uh, and working dogs on aboard our aircraft. Emotional support animals provide comfort to those suffering from emotional and psychological conditions. Uh, they're typically allowed to fly on planes for free if they meet certain requirements. Uh, the use of such animals on flights ballooned in recent years. Um, which I'm sorry, I think it's a lot of people saying, This is my emotional support. Like, where's your. Where's the paperwork oh, yeah. to back I it mean, up? How are you going to have a goat? Say it's <laughs> right, people are just trying to get away with shit. So now the airline is cracking down. Passengers with a support animal have always had to provide a letter, uh, okay, from their mental health professional. Okay. But the airline said it will be stricter about contacting these professionals well in advance to verify the notes. Owners have been allowed to fill out paperwork the day of their flight or even at the airport. Um... Flyers also have a new uh, a, to sign a new behavioral guidelines for their animals. The form mandates that the emotional support animals be kept on a leash or harness throughout the flight, um, and says the animal can be denied travel if it exhibits any severely aggressive behavior. Well, yeah, no shit. And uh, additionally, American Airlines now says that some animals are off limits entirely because they pose a safety or public health risk. These include not only insects, goats, and hedgehogs. Come on, y'all. Uh, but also ferrets, spiders, and non-household birds like chickens and hawks. Unclean animals or animals with an odor are banned too. Miniature horses, meanwhile, remain okay. You said this was just recent. They made this, right? Yeah, I think it was because I swear there was it was a couple of months ago. But um, I think it was a flight in in Detroit. Uh, there was a someone who tried to bring on an emotional support animal, but it wasn't a dog or cat. It was something weird, like like a goat. Yeah, or a grasshopper. But it was like, come on. People are just trying to... You can take your goat well, everywhere like with you? Come on now. cuddles with me and gives me love and emotionally <laughs> supports me. No, there's people saying dog like... dog or cat does that. Who are you to say that this is not emo- supporting me emotionally? The Get other real, thing, folks. so... When... When we got Duchess, because she's so relaxed and calm, and and um, she's very mellow dog, and she doesn't get worked up about anything, and she's really super easygoing. When we got Duchess, we were like, I wonder if we could make her an emotional support animal because um, she is so lovable and she is so easygoing. But I, I also wondered what the requirements for that are, and who determines what a, you know, like a, a mental health professional. But I, but, I mean, for for to diagnose. Yourself, oh. yeah, but but what about the animal? Like saying that they meet because they have to go through a certain training, correct? Well, to be, because I know with a therapy dog, yeah, they have to meet the requirements yeah. to be able to do certain tasks. But with a emotional oh. support animal, I wonder if there's that's a good question as far as behavior wise and um, temperament and all that because I'm that's what therapy animals do. I mean, uh, therapy animals um, for the blind as such, they I actually went to the the um, center where uh, here in Michigan where a lot of them are taken in as puppies, they teach them, they have to go through all these different tasks. And if they don't pass, then then they are given homes, you know, to 
to people not as therapy dogs, but just adopted out. Uh, so not every animal can be a therapy dog. No. It, it looks like all you have to do is register it. I'm on the official ESA registration of America, which, um, of course, emotional support animal. So do you have to have, so if you have an emotional support animal signed up, they are now, whatever, have the documents, I guess, of that. Do they actually have to have their person, who's the person who's... It says, um, ESRA has joined forces with a team of mental health professionals with an expertise in emotional support animal evaluations and uh, prescription letters to help you with your ESA and to provide you with your evaluation letter, which is required by law to travel with your animal. Um, ESA Registration of America. Okay, uh, these are testimonials. Um, uh, To get started, it comes with a kit. And... Okay, so what comes with the kit is uh, listing in our database, free uh, replacement IDs, uh, two PVC IDs, a vest harness with free embroidery, three mini PVC IDs, paperless certificate, ESA e-guidebook, and free shipping. You know, this just sounds like a business. It is. So (laughs) you're going to have a little mini vest for a rat or a... Tarantula? How do you make a vest for that guy? An armadillo. For my bee. (laughs) Or frog. How are you going to make a vest for a frog? Because we were like, you know, we take... Well, Jeremy takes Duchess a lot uh, wherever he goes because, you know, he can take her to work and stuff. So the, the, the whole thing about making her an emotional support animal would be well, would she be able to go everywhere just like a, you know, therapy animal would be? Sure. I wonder if emotional support animals can go into all different businesses. Well, they come into the chiropractor or I hate saying where I work. I didn't mean to say that. They come to the, the place of my, my work um, where people get service. So, I mean, I don't know. Well, the, the area they work in is pretty liberal about things. Um, they're very yeah. progressive in that regard, and and we don't mind them at all. We love the animals, and I understand emotional support animals. You know, uh, sometimes people don't have anybody; they don't have any family, um, they don't have many friends, and just to have that dog that no matter what will never judge you, you know, is always happy to see you. Like that makes a huge difference. But I wonder, as far as people with allergies, like you know being able to take your animal wherever and people who have allergies to dogs and they have allergies to cats sometimes that too yeah. i didn't even think about that i'm allergic to cats and i love with them and then being on a plane yeah. like in enclosed area then, yeah no, like shit i can't sit next to your dog i'm allergic right but i mean seeing eye dogs and stuff i understand that people with panic attacks and things like that that need emotional support from animals there's medications for that. Like, you don't have to actually bring your dog and or cat onto a plane. And it's not like they can hang out in your lap the whole time. Like, aren't mm. they stored in a separate compartment? So how much support are they actually offering you at that moment? In the overhead. Yeah. I just, <laughs> like, if you have a, okay, because I, I, I get really bad anxiety in certain situations. And I just don't feel like my dog, like my dogs would be able to you know, get me out of that. I don't know. Like they're very, dogs are very comforting and it would be a distraction, but I think I would still be, 
on edge. You're right. still going to have anxiety. Like, if, like your dog's not going to fix that. Right. And especially if you are going to a doctor and you're you're um, being seen for things like that, then I, I don't think that it – I mean, I, I hate to say that it definitely can't happen, but – I have anxiety. I'm prescribed anxiety meds. A dog's not going to fix that. I've had dogs. I've had cats. I still take anxiety meds. And if they poop on the plane, i got to scoop it up in front of everybody. It's going to give me more anxiety. <laughs> it is because that's awkward and disgusting. Like, Nobody wants to smell and shit then if you like, on a plane If ride. the plane's moving and the turd's rolling down the aisle, that's really <laughs> awkward. <laughs> you, you just look at the person next to you like, is that your turd? And then you're looking and that's it's like, mine. do not take off your seatbelt. No. Everybody needs to sit down. The turd's rolling down the aisle. I, uh, see, I feel, always feel like my life's like Mr. Bean and I always get in these awkward situations and that would be me. And then the turd's rolling down and you're like, should I ignore it? Should I go get it? Should I? Girl, I know that's your turd. <laughs> you better go get it. Ma'am, sit down. Oh, but I can... but my oh. turd. <laughs> but the poo. I think Mr. Bean, you're like. Turd's rolling down. There's a turd on the wing of the plane. And someone's like, and you, it's like a slow motion foot over the turd, like about to step on it. Like, no. And someone doesn't realize there's a turd on their foot and they're like walking up and down the aisles. <laughs> <laughs> Whose turd is this? Because <laughs> you'd be surprised. You'd step be on a yours. turd and you wouldn't know until you start smelling it and then you're like, where's that coming from? It's yours That's now. happened to me at, you know, at the vet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but not on a plane because why would it? <laughs> But I just I'm taking these like, motherfucking turds on this motherfucking plane. The one plane. time I ever take a dog you on a plane and be like, at home. Turds on a plane, the movie. Take a Xanax like everybody else. And you, you get know, on a plane. This shit's going to linger. I don't care if someone Should cleans it up. Nothing. Shit's going to linger. That smells, and everyone's going to hate you. I mean, they're <laughs> literally going to have to rip the carpet out of the plane. I can't imagine how expensive it is to actually have somebody go and carpet a plane. It gives me anxiety just thinking about it, taking the dog on the plane and turd. (laughs) Like, that gives me more anxiety, I think. Right, yeah. (laughs) Is my dog going to shit on the plane? I feel like my dog's definitely going to shit on this plane. As soon as you take off, like, the dog, like, because the dog probably freaks out. Dogs do not belong in the air. What if the dog... Snoopy. (laughs) Hey, what if the dog gets anxiety itself and shits and has diarrhea? As soon as the plane takes off, (laughs) that drop in the stomach is like, whoa. I mean, you gotta smell that for five fucking hours. Nobody wants to smell that. I mean, it's depending on where you're going, but. What are you gonna sit there and have a talk with your dog before you get on the plane? <laughs> don't shit, okay? That's not, it's not don't do that. Don't yeah, embarrass don't me. Don't shit. You're here you for know. my emotional support, <laughs> not to poop on the plane. Get on you know your poop on now. Anxiety. Why are you doing that to me? <laughs> you know, you're supposed to help me. Don't you embarrass me for all these people. <laughs> I don't smell the shit when my dog's here <laughs> to support me. <laughs> It's fine. My supported emotions don't smell like shit. It's that meme or whatever where the the per, the little guy's on fire and he's like, everything's fine. Oh yeah, this is fine. This is fine. <laughs> yeah. Except for it's a plane. And you're like, everything's fine. And you're buried in turds. It's just fine. I don't smell anything. <laughs> that must be you. <laughs> Did you shit yourself? Did is that your turn? Not my dog. See, yeah, I'm not even taking my dog on a plane. I'm more getting excited. 
turds if on. If I ever you. have a dog and I need to take it on a plane, ah! <laughs> <laughs> this, this seems to be a movie. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson's like, I'm taking my dog on a plane and it's in shit. <laughs> Who's motherfucking dog on this motherfucking plane shit? <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> we all smell like dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well, turds on a plane that's what it'd be called it's like yeah. turds flying in the background and Samuel Jackson's like up front like cross it arms like he's a badass and he's gonna solve the case <laughs> <laughs> he's got like he's got like a, a pooper scooper glove on like <laughs> deflecting them <laughs> none of them are hitting him it's just deflecting all the passengers <laughs> I'm just gonna put it out the window. It's an emergency. Well, the shit went flying, and so did he. Shit hit the fan. Shit hit the fan. Shit hit the sky. Find the poo sky. Shit. You threw the shit out the window and got caught in the propeller. (laughs) (laughs) We're going down. It rains all over like a farmhouse or like a a child's birthday party. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! We're making making movies happen. Yeah, right now. Mm. This is a great movie. So yeah, keep your... Okay, dude, if if you can't fly, take a train. (laughs) Sorry. Or drive. Yeah. You can bring your dog anywhere in your car. Right. And then you can pull over, over. every 15 minutes so I can shit and piss. Right. On the ground. Like a, On grass. Like, like a, a normal, normal dog. dog. Yeah. You guys at the same time. Like a normal dog. <laughs> I was about to say, like a normal human being. You beat a bunch I mean, of alpha before it gets Where are all my freaking fart and poop like... Little sound effects. That's all we're that. thinking of too. Is like, what if dogs? <laughs> like, that's immediately what our minds go to. <laughs> what if they poo on the plane? Because they're gonna. Because their dogs are gonna be like, oh my god! Gravity. No, every time we take off, like I feel like I'm gonna poo on the plane. We're like, ah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, I hate, I hate takeoff. I hate it. I hate it. I hate landing. It's unnerving. It is. So you're like, like, oh, the air. Oh, oh and my then, god. Oh, the ground. Right, yeah. and like my gut goes, oh lord. What would be worse? That's the sound that it makes. That's oh lord. What would be worse? <laughs> Feeling like you had to have diarrhea on the plane, and like being that person who gets up to go every like five minutes, and it's like, yes, it's embarrassing. Or having your period and um, no, <laughs> <laughs> no uh, tampons or pads, and you're bleeding pretty heavy. And oh my I god, mean, we're being a, gross. because. <laughs> We're always gross. <laughs> yeah, you just roll the whole ton of toilet paper and be like, this will work for the next couple hours. Oh, yeah, you got to paper towel it? Or wait, paper. I meant toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, the well, only yeah. reason I brought this up pa- paper. was because a girl that I know, it was her wedding weekend and <gasps> she was on a long plane ride and she um, started her period and she didn't realize she was starting her period. She oh, went in the no. bathroom and it was already like so heavy it went through her <gasps> pants. Damn, that's like in the whole period. In the whole flight, she had to sit there with her bloody pants. And it was her wedding weekend too. On yeah. top of it, yeah. Fuck. 
That's a horrible Are they divorced? Honeymoon. Yeah, they're divorced. Okay, that's not surprising. <laughs> it was like an omen. <laughs> like, this is not going to work. Oh, You're going to bleed and you're not going to enjoy gosh. this honeymoon. Get out of here, man. <laughs> good. Good. Uh, I mean, good eye, that was an I omen. Like it was. <laughs> omen. This is not going to last. Um, but I was like, what did, what did you do? Because I was like thinking about back in the day, you do spot checks with your friends, like, hey, did. Oh, yeah, in high school, uh, we do that all the time. And you're on the plane, and you're like, shit. I would be, like, super embarrassed. Really? Oh, so but she said that she had, like, a little, uh, maybe it was, like, a little zippy or something, and she wrapped it around her waist to hide, like, her butt when she oh, had to get up man. at the end. But my my issue, well, those seats, they can be wiped off easily, right? They're the yeah. that material. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess I it know. depends on what airline you on and what seat. If you because, have fabric, you're yeah. kind of screwed with a period stain yeah. seat. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I, I kind of got into it a little bit. Squirrel! <laughs> right. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> but that is, you know, a, a woman fear. It is. But I mean, I don't know. We're in our thirties. We know when that shit's coming. I'm just saying. You know. I want to say something else. I got to say, diary. Tell me about it. Go for it. A dating story. And if this is a deal breaker for you, this girl said she stopped talking to a guy, and I'm like, oh, why? Because he was like playing with your emotions, or he was like, uh, you know, wishy washy or whatever. She's like. Well, he was already being kind of weird, but then the real deal breaker was he came over to my house. I mean, he's farting a lot. And we're like, okay, pe- you know, people fart. And I mean, like, eventually you're going to see. Maybe he had like, a bean burrito for lunch. Yeah. But then she said, but that wasn't the whole deal breaker. The deal breaker was he went in my bathroom and he took a giant shit and didn't flush. And he was like, cool with it. <laughs> I mean, why didn't you flush? Was that a first date? You're just like, oh, it was not a first date, but they had like talked for a couple months. It was only like probably like two months. I mean, he like but intentionally he just went in there, didn't flush. Yeah, didn't flush. And like then on she purpose? was like, "Why didn't you flush?" He was like, eh. he, "He like didn't see it a big deal." Then she said it, it clogged up her toilet. She couldn't flush. It. He couldn't even say like, "Hey, do you have a plunger?" I mean, like he didn't care. He was just like, oh. "I wouldn't date him. I'd dump his ass too." Yeah, that's really <laughs> With your rude, huge shit in ass. <laughs> like just you got him in my toilet. I don't want to go see that. You didn't even forget about. It. You just didn't care. Way I too said, comfortable. I said too complacent. Well, too I said, early. I said. Yeah. Yeah, kind well. of a nasty ass slobber you're gonna be in six months. <laughs> my <laughs> my own boyfriend that I've been dating for almost four years and we lived together for two, he wouldn't do something like that. Like there might be a, a fleck left behind, like yeah. you didn't notice. Well, well I said uh, like but he has shame. I said that's definitely something people. if you were going to do that, it's something that you would do in a long term relationship when you've been really, really super comfortable no. with each other for a while. I, no. And usually you wouldn't do it on purpose. You yeah. would be like <laughs> you would be like, oh my god, I'm embarrassed. I forgot to flush. You know, like Oops. I, I don't know. It Some, wouldn't be like on purpose. Like I just left it there. For hey, you. what's that gem you found in there? Huh? <laughs> I just see how healthy I my to see, shit uh, is and how much how fiber I'm eating. My uh, fiber intake is. <laughs> so no, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I dump his ass too. Don't be just shitting and leaving it for me. That's not a present. Give me roses, not yeah. shit. Right. Fudge that noise. Uh-huh. All the, the foul shit we've said. Like, fudge that. <laughs> Mother fudgers. That guy's probably into shrimping. 
<laughs> oh my god. For real though. Okay, so feet. Dog shit. I'm like, you got all our bases covered tonight, guys. I mean, and poop is not a present, guys. Okay? Flush it. I need a picture of you with that quote next to you, like with your fist under your chin, like looking off into the distance thoughtfully. Like, poop is not a present. It's not. That's rude. Surprise, poop. (laughs) (laughs) I feel violated by your poop. I had asked that, like, when we were up north, he got dared to shit in the middle of a street, and he did. It's disgusting. Uh, Come on, y'all. Yeah. Homeless people are like, I don't need to be dared to do that. <laughs> I think I would Or have, actually like, do it. Dare me to do it and give me a hundred bucks. I think right? I would have stage fright. Like, even if I had to go really I wouldn't bad, be able I would to be shit able in to. front of like, a bunch of people. You could have diarrhea and then you have someone say, shit in the middle. I'm like, oh. All, all of a sudden you can't become constipated. We'll just call him. <laughs> you just can't go. We'll call him whoever. His name's whoever. And whoever was just like, nope, it's cool. And he literally like, I can barely right in the middle of the street. <laughs> so fucked up. Who does that? I can uh, I can barely like pee in pub- public, like in the grass or whatever when people are around. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden it's like. Uh, no, I'm the same way. I get pee pee shy, and I can't like poop in public. Pee 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 pee. Actually, it sucks with them after that. It's disgusting. Not like right <laughs> after, but I mean like we he dropped it like it's hot and then. <laughs> And I look back and, and I'm like, she's oh, like, my 20s. that turned me on. No, no. <laughs> but who does that? Mm. Anyway, so that was like a year in though. Okay, not like two months. I'm just saying. Right. Like, that's way too complacent, too early. Imagine, like, what a year from then is going to be like. Right. What are you going to find on the toilet then? A lot of stuff. You know, and he's probably going to piss literally all over the floor and not even care and be yeah, like, that's what's it's your be. job to clean it, woman. Go make me a sandwich. Right, and bring you know? it to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Would, <laughs> in relationship, is it acceptable to go to the bathroom with the door open? I mean, if you're peeing, yeah. Yeah, we're to that stage now. I mean, yeah. it's like, it's not open, open, but it's like, Correct. you can tell there was just no, like, effort in it. Like, it's still a little open. Yeah. I feel like poop should be personal, though. That's me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to smell it's your sacred. poop. Yeah. 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 I want it to be, like, a very, you know. I mean, I don't do that. I just shoot glitter out of my butthole. But <laughs> but for those that do poop, I get it. <laughs> I, I got a unicorn poop. It's <laughs> pure glitter. It comes out, like, softer. <laughs> it's rainbows rainbow. that come out of the toilet bowl, too. It's just a sight you, you know, you, I, I'm not ready for you to see. I don't think you're uh, special enough for that yet. <laughs> it's like the Ark of the Covenant. Like your face melts when you look back at it. Don't angels, look back. angels come down and start singing. <laughs> I'm like imagining the most amazing, special unicorn, like glitter filled, fucking angel filled shit ever. Which is an actual shit. Cheer up right now. Flowers. <laughs> oh, man. So I'm tired, y'all. But this was fun. No shit. Uh, Puns. Puns are fun. Yes. Until next time. I'm Keith Pierce. I'm Holly Ogden. I'm Jessica. Good night.